go back to a Gemara that we glossed over yesterday and speak out on a topic that we've spoken about in the past. However, the aim based medrash below kama vekama chidushin. And that is, the Mishnah and Aflamen Omadei said, If somebody makes a nether that he's not going to have Hano from Shchirei Horosh. So the Allah is that we assume that what he meant by that nether is not that he's not going to have Hano from people that have black hair. But what he meant is that he's not going to have Hano from men, as opposed to women and as opposed to children. But the point and the way we touch the nether of Hanoider Mishcheri Arosh is that he's making a nether that he's not going to have enough from men. Freight the Gemara. Why? What do men have to do with Shcheri Arosh? So the Gemara says that the words Shcheri Arosh, which literally mean black hair, but figuratively in Lashem Bnei means people whose hair is sometimes exposed and sometimes not exposed. Says the Gemara, the only class of people that can fall into the category that zimnim de michsi reishayu vizimnim de magli reishayu are men. Why? Noshim ala oila michsu. The hair is always covered. Ketanim children oila migl. The hair is never covered. Men are zimnim de michsi reishayu vizimnim de magli reishayu. Sometimes their hair is covered. Sometimes their hair is not covered. And as a result, shcheri arayish would be an appropriate way to describe a man. It would seem pretty clear in the Gemara. And the Maratzchias here on this Gemara makes the diak that for a man, Jewish man, to cover his hair is optional. Meaning, if he wants to wear a head covering, he's on date. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. In fact, men sometimes did and sometimes didn't. And as a result, in a Mishnah, in Shas, which means people that sometimes cover their hair and sometimes don't cover their hair, that Allah is, he's going to be Asr only in an Anashim, but it's going to be Mutter Benashim Ubiktanim. And if you think about it for a minute, it just seems a little bizarre. It seems not like the way we were raised and the way we were taught and the way we're Noyeg, which is that Jewish men cover their head, they cover their hair. We wear a yarmulke. So, what does it mean when the Gemara says that covering your hair is optional? So, the truth is, that there's a very, very long answer to this question, and let's just start the conversation a little bit. Let's just be maschal and be poiseach a little on this topic. The topic is that, is there a chiyif to wear a yarmulke, or is it just something that's customary, maybe something that's a very good thing, maybe it's just part of the lavush of a yid, is there a chiyiv or is there not a chiyiv? And really, the story begins with a, a very ambiguous one line in the tour in Eurechaim Simen Ches in Hilchas Tzitzis. The tour is discussing the halachas of wearing a talus. And Betoich Tvar of the tour says as follows, When a person's wearing a talus, he has to cover his head because he can't have his head exposed. Says the Beis Yosef, it would seem tempting to learn that what the tour means when he says that when you're wearing a talus, make sure to be mechasi your head. That what he's saying is that when you wear a talus, make sure you wear a yarmulke. To wear a talus and not wear a yarmulke? That's strange. And, and it sounds a little bit like that's what the tour is saying. Oh, but the Yosef said it can't be that's what he means. Because a yid always has to wear a yarmulke. You only have to wear a yarmulke when you're wearing a talus. When do you not have to wear a yarmulke? And 
It can't then mean that that's what the Torah So what did the Torah mean? Make sure you cover your head when you're wearing a talus. What do you mean? You always have to cover your head. He means a yarmulke. You always have to wear a yarmulke. I think what he means is, What the Torah is saying is that when a person is wearing a talus, you should put the talus, the Torah of the talus, on top of your head. Why? Because there's a mitzvah for a person to wear his tzitzes where the talus is over his head, where he's completely nesatif betalus and nesatif betzitzes, and that's all the Torah is referring to. But don't think, says the Beis Yosef, that when the Torah said, make sure to cover your head when you're wearing your talus, he meant make sure to wear your yarmulke, meaning just make sure your yarmulke is, is in your pocket, so you'll put it on at the time that you have to wear your talus. He always has to wear a talus. So what did the tour mean? He meant the way you're supposed to wear the talus is by putting the talus over your head. Says the Dark Moshe. Fa'af, you should know. Who wrote the Dark Moshe? The Ramah. He says, even though King Mitzvah even though there's a mitzvah which by the way, I find this line fascinating because throughout Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah argues with everything the Beis Yosef said. Says the Ramah, and even though you should know there's a mitzvah and his pshatim and the way he learns up a tour, I think when the Torah said that a person should make sure that he's covering his head, when he puts on his talus, he didn't mean cover with the talus. He meant wear a yarmulke. Keep a light sitzes. Because if a person is not wearing a talus, ain't this a leilich begili arash. There's no whistle for a person to walk around not with a yarmulke. Rak midas chasidus. All it is is a midas chasidus. Kamesha kasafti lil simen beis, b'shem harambam, v'lochen kasav. As for that reason, says the Dark Emotion, the Torah said, the b'shasa tifas sitzes. That when a person's wearing sitzes, sarach lachasas roshay, he has to make sure that he's going to be covering his head. In other words, we have a machloikis between the Beis Yosef and the Ramah, the Beis Yosef and the Darkei Moshe, what the, mechab, what the Torah meant when he said that a person has to make sure that he covers his head while he's wearing this talus. The Beis Yosef said that what the Torah meant was that a person has to make sure that his talus is over his head. Because the mitzvah and amufchar of how you became the mitzvah of tzitzis is when you're nesatev completely, even your rosh is part of the atifa. And therefore you should put the atara of the talus over your head. The Dark Emotion said, I don't think that's what the tour means. I think the tour means Kipshutai. It means make sure when you're wearing a talus to wear a yarmulke. It's just going to look funny. That's inappropriate. You're davening now. Now you're supposed to wear a yarmulke. But in terms of putting the talus over your head, that's not something you're supposed to do. That's not something you have to do. There's no such mitzvah in Amufchar. And there's no such tour that ever addressed that. Beis Yosef said, what do you mean? You need the Torah to tell me that when a person's wearing a talus, he should wear a yarmulke. When do you not have to wear a yarmulke? You always have to wear a yarmulke. It's not true. Wearing a yarmulke is a mitzvah and a mufcher. It's a midas chasidus. And it's for that reason, ordinarily, it's not something you're obligated to do. It's tafka over here in Hilchasitzes and Simachas that the Torah said that this is something that you have to do. In other words, it would seem. Is there a chiv to wear a yarmulke? The short answer is it's a machloikis between the Beis Yosef and the Dark Moshe. According to Beis Yosef, there's a chiv, and according to the Dark Moshe, there's no chiv. Emesis, there are many, many Gemaras and Shas that would seem to shry what the Dark Moshe is saying. And that is, there really is no chiv for a year to wear a yarmulke. The first Gemara, only because we're learning Nidarim now, is Nidarim Daflamadam and Beis. The Gemara said, Anoidim Shkhoire Arosh, Dalachas is Aseba Anoshim. Because the Taich of Shkhoire Arosh are people that are Zimnim de Mixi Reshayu, Vizimnim de Migla Reshayu. And Anoshim are people that sometimes their 
head is covered, and sometimes their head is not covered. So I say marriage, sometimes they wear a yarmulke, sometimes they don't wear a yarmulke. When they're davening, maybe they wear a yarmulke. When they're not, they don't wear a yarmulke. But Al-Kupanim, you see, it's optional. Reb Tzviyar Shchayis is on the Mishnah. So Luchura, Exhibit A, would seem to be the Gemara in the Dharam Daflam and Omid Beis. But there are other Gemaras. The Gemara says in Shabbos, Tafkuf Yud Ches Omid Beis. Omer Afunu Breid Rav The context over there is discussing a lot of different Amiroim and Tanoim. And they talked about different Gevaldiga things that they did that they said in the reward for what I did, I'm going to be Zoycha to a Cheluk in Oilam Haba. Says the Gemara, Omer Afunu Breid Rav Yeshua. Afunu Breid Rav Yeshua said, Tasty Lee. I'm going to get a tremendous Oilam Haba to Lay Sagina Dalad Amas Begili Arosh. Because I never walk. I'm makbed to always cover my head. And because I'm makbed to always wear a yarmulke, I always have a covering on my head. So it's for that reason I'm going to get a gewaldige schar. So let me ask you a question. If a person has a chiv to wear a yarmulke, so you're going to get tremendous schar for wearing a yarmulke, that's what you have to do. That's what you're supposed to do. So what's Rav Huna Breit Rav Yeshua saying? That I'm going to get murdige schar because I don't go dalad amis, but like he's What do you mean? You have to. That's something that you have to do. There's another Gemara. Kedushin daflam et alef amet alef. Rav Huna Breit Rav Yeshua. The same Amoira said. He would never go down Amos Rosh. Omar, he would say, He said, The Shechin is atop my head. And because the Shechin is atop my head, so he never went down Amos Rosh. This is obviously Rafuna Braid Rabbi Yeshua. Same Gemara. Shabbos Kuf Yud Chesam and Beis. Dear Rabbi Yeshua is talking. He said what he did. Kedushin Lam Aleph Lam Aleph. The Gemara just mentions the Hanhaga of Rav Huna Breid Rav Yeshua. But the bottom line is, you see, Rav Huna Breid Yeshua is a very big deal that he never went. Begiliyarosh. Why is it such a big deal that he never went Begiliyarosh? Obviously, because it's something that in halacha is not such a huge deal. There's another Gemara. Kedushin Daf Lam and Gimel Lam Aleph. The Gemara says Ravina Havi Yosef Kamei Rav Yirmiyah Midifti. Ravina was once sitting in the presence of Rav Yirmiyah Midifti. Chalafahu Gaver Kamei. There was a person that passed by him. And he wasn't wearing the yarmulke, he wasn't covering his head. Omar, Siravino said, Kama chutzif hai gavra, asama chutzif, that he would walk by us without covering his head. Amalei, so he told him back, Rav Yirmiyami Difti did, Dilmami Masa Mechassinio, maybe it's from Masa Mechassinio, the Gisu Barabanan, where he's used to dangs of Rabbanan, sleep by Gaspa, and he doesn't feel this need to suddenly go into trembling mode when he gets and comes to the presence of Rabbanan. If you look at the Mepharshim and this Gemara, they all explain that Ravina said that he felt it was a chutzpah that you're in the presence of Talmud HaChomim, of Rabbanim, and you're not covering your head. In this matzif, you should cover your head. And that's what he told him. Maybe it comes from Masa Mechassia, where he's accustomed to drinks like Rabbanim. And as a result, it's not such a chutzpah, because from where he comes from, he's lived by Gaspa, and therefore, it's not such a huge deal. But what do you see from here? That, again, to wear a yarmulke is something that was considered an appropriate thing to do when you were in the presence of greatness, when you were in the presence of Rabbanim. But Stamazin, like the Veltarite, to have to walk around that way? Mechatesi. Because if people and Yidid always wore yarmulkes, what's this person doing not wearing a yarmulke? He's from Mosem Mechassia. It's Gisu Be Rabbanim. What do you mean? A Yid has to wear a yarmulke. Another Gemara. It's a Gemara everybody knows. The Gemara is on Masech Shabbos, Tav Kufnun Vav Amadeis. The Gemara talks about Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. The context over there is Yesh Mazel Yisrael or Ein Mazel Yisrael. So the Gemara tells a story. He made Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. When Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak had a baby, Amrila Kaldoi, the astrologers told her, "Brich Ganvahava, your son is going to be a Ganav." So the Gemara says, "Leishavke Segluy Reishe." She had an idea. She had an Eitzah, a patent. 
She said, I'm going to make sure that my son is always covering his head. He's going to always wear a yarmulke. Like this, if he's going to always wear a yarmulke, this is not going to be an unrelated. She told him, Kasi Reshech. And she told him, as he got a little older, he said, I want you to always cover your head. Because if you're going to cover your head, you're going to have Yerushamayim. And then she also said, pray. I mean, that alone is not good. It's not just a yarmulke. You have to you put on a yarmulke, and you daven, and then everything's going to work. So the Gemara says, She never told him, her little son, why she wanted him to be so machbin in this, but okay, that's what he did. One day, Yosef Kogaris, he was once sitting and learning underneath a deckle. All of a sudden, his head, his head covering fell off. As it falls off, he looks up, he saw a deckle, and there was nice fruit on the deckle. As he ate Zahara, got the better of him. He scaled this deckle, and he grabbed the fruit off with his mouth. That's what a Natiyah he had to being a Ganav, but what protected him was the fact that he had this Messiah and from his mama that he always wear a yarmulke, and as long as he covered his head, everything was okay. Again, it's mashmalo, but that this was like a special case and a special situation for a Nachman by Yitzchak. But ordinarily, for people in the Valterine, maybe not. The bottom line is, is we have the Gemara in the Darim, the Aflamon of we have the Gemara in Shabbos Kufit Chesam and Beis, where the Gemara says, Rabbi Yeshua said, Taisi Li, his great schar is going to come. Why? Because he never goes Dalaramis, Begilu Yerosh. And we have the Gemara, which is essentially the same Gemara in Kedushan, Daflamad Aleph, Amad Aleph, where the Gemara says, Rabbi Yeshua never went Dalaramis, Kisi Yerosh. We have the Gemara in Kedushan, Lamad Gimel, Amad Aleph, where Avinu was sitting, Rabbi Yomi Amidifti, and somebody passed by the Rabbanim, he wasn't covering his head, and they said, What is that you walk by the Rabbanim, not covering your head? We have the Gemara with Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, where there was like this special schooler that he was going to make sure he was always going to cover his head. If every single Yid wouldn't do anything, wouldn't start his day without putting on his kapal, without putting on his yamaka, then all these Gemaras don't even seem to get off the ground. So what's What's going on over here? Emes is, there's a Brysa that we talk a lot about in the Daf. The Makart in this Brysa is from a Tshuva Saga Oynim. Rashi brings it in Sefer Aparadis. Seyed Adairis brings it under Abba Aricha. Chida talks a lot about it in his Pesach Hinaim, then the Masech Des Menachis. Ray that we've spoken about a lot over the years. The name of the Bryson is Eser Milan de Chassidusa da Havinog Bahain Rav. The great Amir Rav had ten Chumras that he observed his entire life. And the Bryson mentions what these ten Chumras are. The second of the ten chumras are Shainis, Tulehavi Maska Arba Amas Begilia Rosh. He never went Dalar Amas Begilia Rosh. Shtickle checkmate. Never went Dalar Amas Begilia Rosh. What do you mean? It's to go Dalar Amas Begilia Rosh. The is, like we said, it's something that to me this Chasidus And as a result, it's one of the Essen Milan, the Chasidus, the Havanog Bain Raf. His mom is one of his Midas Chasiduses. That he never walked Dalad Amis, but like Gilead Rush. It's interesting. If you look up the Brysa inside, so the Brysa mentions that after Rav was Nifter, so the Talmidim of Rav wanted to perpetuate the memory of Rav. So what they decided was they came together and they said that there's no one person that can keep all 10 of the Chumras, but let's divvy them up. We're going to divide up all the Chumras. You'll keep this one, you'll keep that one. And like this, says Amin, as a Chabura, we're going to make sure that we're upholding the great avoid of the Rebbe. And like this, Rav's memory is going to be 
perpetuated and his chumras are going to be perpetuated. And if you go through the Brisa, the Brisa mentions which one of the Talmidim took on which. The most famous one, the one we always talk about, is that one of the ten chumras that Rav was knowing is he never looked outside his Dalaramas. And the Brisa says that Rav had a Talmud whose name was Rav Yosef, and he had another Talmud whose name was Rav Sheshis. And those two Talmidim made this Kabbalah, they would never look outside of the Dalaramas. And then the Brisa says that at some point they realized that it was impossible, and they felt that they were being over on the Kabbalah that they had made, we're learning the Dharam now, specifically a Kabbalah that they had made for their Heilige Rebbe, for Samoa Seinai. They made themselves blind, and that's why the two Sumen and Shas are of Yosef and Rav Sheshis. That's the rest of the story. But what we need now is, says the Braisa, after Rav was Nifter, so which Talmud took on this Chumra that he was never going to go and never walk Dalai Ramas Begilia Rosh, the Noig Rav Huna Achrav. It was Rav Huna. So it's interesting. I have an edition of the Asorim Milu de Chasidus, Milu de Chasidus, Rav, that has a Pirish that was written by Rav Gershon Chano the Redzina Rebbe, the Balat Cheles. There's actually a very interesting background to this Pirish that he wrote. It's right here in the Hakdama. He writes that the year was 1884, and he was dealing with a, a bilbul. It seems that people had accused him of committing a crime that he really had not committed, and he was standing trial, and his matziv was very, very chamer, and he felt that he needed a schos. And it was a very tricky time, so he decided that he's going to write He's going to write an Agadat Akiyadua. He was a Goyen Oilam in the world of Lomdis and Halacha, the Enkam Makoimai Laharach. But it was, a, it was a difficult time for him to be Isaac and those in Yanim. So he decided he's going to write an Agadata. So he said he wrote a Pirish on the Tzava of the Tana Rebeliezer Hagado. He also wrote a Pirish on the Braisa of the Esim Milan, the Chasidusa, the Avenog behind Rav. And he said also there's a Yamshel Shloimer somewhere, a Marshal, that brings that there were five Chilukim between the Bnei Bavel and the Bnei Eretz Yisrael. And he wrote a Pirish on those five Chilukim. But Al-Kobanim said there's a commentary that was written by the Rezina Rebbe, the Balat Chelis, on this Braisa, the Esim Milan, the Chasidusa, the Avenog behind Rav. So on this Shainis, Shainis, they have Maska, Arba Amos, Begilia Roish, the so he says it's posture to him that there's a Toy Satfos here. It's not Rafuna. It had to be Rafuna Braid Rav Yeshua. He says you have two Gemaras. You have a Gemara in Shabbos Kuf Yud Chesam and Beis, and you have a Gemara in Kedushin Daflamaral of Amaral. But the Gemara says Rafuna Braid Rav Yeshua never went to Alamas. I just found a Chuvas Agoinim at Abraisa in an old manuscript somewhere that was discovered that talks about how Rav had this Chumra, and his Talmud, Rafuna, was the one that took it on. Can't be it was Rafuna, it must be it was Rafuna Rav Yeshua. His problem is, was Rafuna Braid Rav Yeshua a Talmud of Rav? His pastors, he seemed to have been a Talmud of a Talmud. Uh, but the bottom line is, he he says, no, this Raya's that he was a Talmud also, and he says, Pashatim, that the Girsa is not Rav Huna in the Brisa here, but the Girsa really is supposed to be Rav Huna, Braid Rav Yeshua. Just to digress for a second, I think it's worth it. Lule de Mistafina, and maybe it's a Emes and a, a Dover Nifla as well. And that is, there's a Gemara Mesachtis Rosh Hashanah, Dafni Yitzayin Amad Aleph. The Gemara Vadir says, Rav Huna, Braid Rav Yeshua, Chalash. Rafun Abreid Rav Yeshua was very sick. All Rapapa Lishulebe. And Rapapa went to be Mavaka Chayla. So underrated. Who was Rafun Abreid Rav Yeshua's Bal Plukta in Shas? Rapapa. Right, so usually when you think of famous Bali Plukta, 
Abayi Verova, Rav Lezen, Rav Yeshua, Rav and Shmuel, Rav Pop and Rav Huna Braid, Rav Yeshua are throughout Shas. So Rav Huna Braid, Rav Yeshua is sick. And Rav Papa came to me, and he saw that it was already not good. He was holding Shain Atat, Amaluhu. So he told the Oilam that Stop preparing the Tachrichen. You know, he called the Chavra Kadisha, make all the arrangements, because it's just a matter of moments. He saw everything wasn't looking good. The Saif Itfach. The Maestro Rav Huna Braid, Yeshua had a Rafua. Have a Mixer Rav Papa, the Mixer. And the Maestro Rav Papa was embarrassed to come appear by Rav Huna Braid, Rav Yeshua. Here, he mamish wrote him off. He said that it was all over, and now he meets Rafuna Braid of Yeshua at Zechkeshemt Amalei. The Kitzur, the Gemara tells a whole story. My chazis, he said, Rapopa said, was I wrong? I mean, I looked at you. I wasn't looking as a doctor. He's looking as Rapopa. So he said, I saw it was already you were holding in Doyle Mamis. So he said, like, what happened? So he told him, you should know you were right in Hachi Hava. I was mamish holding by leaving this world. He said, but at that moment, mamish, when it was, it was supposed to be Yitzhiya's Neshama, HaKadosh Baruch Hu entered Kaviyachal, and he said as follows, being the Rav of Yeshua is someone that's a Mavra Amidosav, that throughout his life, if people would do things to him, he was Mavatar, he would look away. He would make believe it didn't happen. Even though he was right, he was 100% right, but he would look away like Takuma Bahadeh. So we have to treat him differently, and they brought him back to Life. And he was bright. So he said, Rapapa, you're right. You don't have to shame Zach. You are 100% right. What you said was Emma's. There was a special Hayrasha because I spent my life being Mavra Midoisai, and that's why I was brought back to life. But this is a Gemara that talks about Rafuna Braid of Yeshua that was very, very sick. He was a Chayla. It's interesting. I looked up in the Tovas Tanon Vamiram from Aaron Hyman just to see a little bit about the life. Of Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua. This is what he writes. Mechayev ha-pratim lo'imotzinu shum dover. We know nothing about the life of Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua. It's a chiddush because he's in so many gemaras. But he says you don't find anything. Chutz mi Rosh Hashanah daf Yitzayin amad alav shapam achas chala. He says the only thing I know about him was is that one time he was a chayla. But this is the only thing that Chazal were ever megala to us as it relates to who Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua was. I was thinking that this gemara mesech this psachim. The Gemara says that Abaya was once walking together with Rapapa and Rafuna Braid Rav Yeshua. And the Gemara says that Rapapa was to the left of Abaya and Rafuna Braid Rav Yeshua was to the right of Abaya. And as they're walking, all of a sudden they see one of the Shadim, who's Ketef Meriri, is coming towards them. So the Gemara says Abaya, and it was coming towards the left. So Abaya told Rafuna Braid Rav Yeshua, switch places. Go from the left. You go to the right. And let Rapapa be on the left. Meaning, let Rapapa be the one that's going to encounter this, uh, this demon, this mazik. So Rapapa turns to Abayi. He says, What did I do? Like, why are you walking me in to this mazik now? He told him, He says, You're a bar mazel. And he said, Because you're a bar mazel, I'm not so worried. So what does it mean? So if you look in the Rashbam, the Rashbam says that Rapapa, we know, was a big veer. He told him, You're an oisher. You have a good I'm not worried that you're going to be hurt. I was thinking again, this is Lule de Mistafina. And that is, as the Gemara says in Brachis, there are three people that need Shmira. The Eluhain, Choyla, Chasen, Vekala. A Choyla, a Chasen, and a Kala all need Shmira. Shmira from what? If you look in Rashi, Rashi HaKadosh says, Shmira min hamazikin. They need Shmira from the Mazikin. A Chayla needs Shmira min hamazikin. The one thing we know about Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua was, is that he was a Chayla. So it could be, out Chayla, 
Atzchayla, he needed a special shmir and amazikin. Abaya said, no, no, you go to the other side and put Rapap over here. Do b'stachachayla, you need shmir and amazikin. Rapap is the chabar mazel. He doesn't need the shmir. So that's the reason he flipped them around. Sounds a little out there, right? But I was thinking, Rav Hunabred Rav Yeshua said what? Rav Hunabred is the one Amoyer in Shas that we find never walked Alan Amis. Why didn't he walk Alan Amis? He said, Shechina Lamayla Meiroshi. Where is that? Wushtet Azazach. That the Shechina is on top of a person's head. It's a Gemara in Shabbos, Taf Yud Beis Amad Beis. The Gemara says that when a person goes into a Chayla, he should be careful and he shouldn't do like this and he shouldn't go like that. Why? So maybe, maybe, Rav Hunabred, Rav Yeshua, there's one thing we know about him from Ganshas, said the Toldus Tanon Vamayran. And that is Rosh Hashanah Yudzayin Amad Aleph. That he was a Chayla. And maybe that's Pshan in the Gemara Psachim Kofi Yad Aleph Amad Beis. But if he was a Chayla, so that's why he had the Shechina, Lamayla Mirashoy. So that's why him, not Rav Papa, not, we're dealing with all that Meiram. They weren't naive, this Chumrah. It was Rav Hunabred, Rav Yeshua. Because he talked ahead, Shechina, L'mayla Meiroshay. But I was given a Chayla, and a Chayla had Shechina, L'mayla Meiroshay. And because it was Shechina, L'mayla Meiroshay, maybe that's why Rav Hunabred, but we digress a little bit. Regardless. So, Nachsel and Yoneinu. So, we have a Machloikis between the Beisoyism and the Darke Moshe, and the Rechaim, and the Torah, and Simichas. When the Torah says that a person, when he's wearing his talis, he should make sure he's covering his head. What does it mean? The Beisoyism said, oh, I mean, you're a yamak. You always have to wear a yamak. What it means is you put the Zulbanatura should be on top of your head. That's what it means. But it doesn't mean that you wear a yarmulke. You always have Zakhta Darkman. It's not true. It's only a Midas Hasidus to wear a yarmulke. And Fakhet, that's what the Torah is saying. That when a person wears a talus, he should wear a yarmulke. And we just mentioned five Gemaras with a price of the SMU and the Hasidus of Anagbain Ra. So we have this whole Arichas, which it seemed to imply very much like the Dark Emisha. So what's the base Yosef going to say? Right? What's the Beis Yosef going to say to all these Gemaras? So if you look in the Beis Yosef, the Beis Yosef doesn't quote all the Gemaras, he quotes some of the Gemaras, and the Beis Yosef says you have to say all the Gemaras that you're going to ever find on this topic, it's talking about a double covering. It's talking about on top of your yarmulke, you wear a borzolino. That's what it means. You wear a hat. You wear something on top of it. But that's the Nakuda. It doesn't mean a yarmulke. All those guys go through every... Rav Hun Rav Yeshua never walked anywhere without his hat. He always wore his uh, head covering, whatever exactly it was. Not a yarmulke. Who, who goes to... Rav's godless was, he always wore shtraimel. That's his godless. Not that he always wore yarmulke. Everyone always wore a yarmulke. Shechari Eroj, Zinnin, the Mechse Rishai, Zinnin, the Middle Rishai, who means you're always wearing a double. And that's why Dr. Moshe didn't like it. But that's the way, they say he's already says it. And he says, you're going to have to say that all these things are already double coverings, and that's what all these gemara, but I've added to, to cover your head. Of course the Yid has a chiv to cover his head. But the Emma if you go through the pie skin and you ma'ayin a little bit, not ruban, kulon, all the pies can say like the Ramah. And just to mention, just to have a little bit of a time of what's going on over here, one tshuva. And this tshuva is from the marshal. So this tshuva goes back to the 1500s and it was written by the marshal. The shoyal asked the marshal, the mishe roishe kovet, if someone, his head hurts, could he sit down and could he eat without covering his head? So the Marshal writes as follows, So if you were to ask me if you can make a bracha I, I wouldn't be able to tell you that, that it's also, because I'm not familiar with any chiv or any iser to make even a bracha, let alone to eat. And I can't imagine what the problem is going to be to eat. Now he says, I know that people are noyig, Eden, they always cover their head. I'm very, very familiar with that, says the Marshal. But he says, I think they're wrong. And he says, I would say you could even make brachas begilia rosh. I would say krishma begilia rosh. 
Why can't you say Kriyash Mabigili Arosh? And he said, I'll prove it to you from a Medrash. The Medrash says, Amra Brachya, Melech Basavadam, a Melech Basavadam, a human king, Meshagar Putkama Shaloy the Medina. If he would send this Putkama, he would send this declaration that he wants his people to read. Mahayin Oisav, what would they do? Kol B'nei Medina, Oim Demar Raglayim. Everybody would stand up. They would take off their caps. The and they would read it. read That's my prutkemah. But I wasn't matriach here to read. not standing. and not with your head uncovered. Says the marshal. The that there'd be no isn't to say Krishna the Prius Rosh. Ella Shaloi Hikmirale. There would have been a Havamina that maybe every year before he says Krishna, Napsla up the couple, and now you say Krishna. Kamash won the Majush Lay Trahti. To tell me that it's also? It's, it's not Aser. But then the Mashal says, Uma Eser, Shekvar Huru the Iser, and the Maisa people said it's Aser. Avobazetta Miani, Shinagu Iser. So he said, people said it's Aser to make brachas and to say Krishna. Good. Uh, okay, I can't argue. Even though I think from the Medrash it's mashma, not the way, but that much I'm not going to argue. I'll tell you what does bother me. There are people that think that it's usser to have your hair uncovered even when you're not davening. That I have no idea where that came from. The only time you find that is by a woman and by a married woman. I, says the marshal, you find Gemaras? All those Gemaras, like we said, these are all Gemaras that are Amidas Chasidus, like Pachs for Yoiser. That's really all it is. Then he says, Toich Dvar, Vishamati, I heard Al Chacham Echad about a certain Chacham, made when he would learn, he would learn without his Yamaka. This is someone that the marshal referred to as a Chacham. So we don't know who it is, but you can just use your imagination. Someone that the marshal thought was a Chacham, that when he used to learn, he would take off his. He held that it was very heavy. And I think we just have to stop for one second. In the times of the Marshal, I mean, I'm going to try to stay in my lane here, but I don't think they had yarmulkes then. I, I don't know when yarmulkes really came into existence. But the Rambam didn't wear a yarmulke. The Rambam wore a, a whole matzav on his head. He wore a turban, he wore a head covering. Yarmulkes are fear, is a fairly modern Invention. They didn't have yarmulkes then. So when they used to cover their head, they were putting a whole headdress. That's what it was. It was a whole matziv on top of their head. And because that's what it was, so this year it was, it was COVID. It was very difficult. I mean, to sit and learn with a whole situation going on your head could be very hard. That's what he means. He didn't mean the yarmulke was hard with the little yarmulke. That was the big deal. Kamuvin, that's not what he was referring to. But it must have been something along those lines. Either way, says the marshal that halacha is not a problem. He says, no, to learn without a yarmulke, I don't recommend it. Befrat there, I'm that are going to look at you funny and Lamaisa based on that you have to be worried about Marasayin it's going to be Yasser but then he goes on to a whole Arichas I and mean, this is classic Marshal anyone that's familiar with the Chuvas and the Marshal and the Harifus of the Marshal this is like epic it's textbook Marshal he says Ashkenazim says I want to reveal to you a little bit the Kloin of the Ashkenazim he says, If somebody was caught drinking yayin nesach in a, in a maloyin somewhere of goyim, or he would eat fish that was cooked in their kalim, somebody like that, 
this, this person would be like the worst person in the world. But but if there's somebody that goes and he wears, he takes his yarmulke off, as I, no, he says, somebody that does that, no one's going to care so much. And he's been arguing by COVID. He said, if he's an oyster, forget about it. No one even notice. Make believe you didn't see. Right? I don't tell you, don't tell. This is all good. You have nothing. That's what he writes. He says, if he's an oyster, Forget. If somebody eats mamish, eats everything but that. Rakshaya begili rosh. Hoya toifsa noisoi. They tchapen by the lapels. Kilu yotzem in a cloud. They throw them out. Okay, now chachamein of a rosh. This is the way it is, the Marshal says. But Al Kabbadim, he says, you want to know halacha lemaisa? As it relates to halacha lemaisa, this is not something you have to worry about. The Vilna Gaid in the Beer Agra, by the way, in Simichas, also talks about this very much by Richa. It's a very, very, very long Beer Agra. What was the Vilna Gaid's day on this whole Indian? Okay, the last thing that he says. The last words of the Vilna Gaid on this topic is, Klolo de Milsa, Ein Isser Klau Berosh Megulo Lo'oyla, Rat Lefnei Hagdoyla. Unless he's standing in front of Gedolim. And that's based on the Gemara Kedushan, the Flamet Gimel, with the Maestro with Ravino. The Chem Be'is HaTfila, Oz Nochein HaDover, Mitzad HaMusser. It's more like for Musser Seder. Mitzad Musser Seder, it's the right thing to do. Veshar HaYoyim, what about the rest of the day? You have to cover your head. L'Kedoshim Sha'indim L'Fnei Hashem Talmud. It's meant for the Kedoshim. But it's not meant for the average man. As I say in Vulnagoyim. So the bottom line is, what we have here is, is we have the Darkei Moshe, and we have the Marshal, and we have the Vulnagoyim. They're all saying, and it's all the Paiskin, they all say very, very clearly that this whole Indian of covering your head is really optional. It's a Midas Chasidus, that's what it is. It's a Midas Chasidus, and it, that's really what it's based on. The one day that said very, very sharp that it's Aser is the Beis Yosef. But I'm going to tell you something very interesting. Rabbi Vadi Yosef, in many, many tshuvas, in Yabiya Oymer, in Yechavadas, talks about this Indian. If you want to see one long tshuva that's super, super thorough, it's in Yabiya Oymer, Chelek Tess, it's Simen Aleph. He goes through this Indian extremely thoroughly. And one of the things that he brings, Toich Tvarev is, is that although the Bess Yosef said in Simen Ches that it's also for a person to go be Gilead Rosh, but from the Mechaber, it's not mashma that way. There's a Mechaber in Simen Beis, in Eurachayim, the Mechaber says as follows: Aser leilech bekoim maskufa. It's aser for a person to walk bekoim maskufa with a gaiva. And then the Mechaber says, Lo yeilech arba amas begilia rosh. A person shouldn't walk dalad amas begilia rosh. So Maron, Avadia, and really the Kadmonim were already medayik. That sounds a little bit from the Mechaber that going bekoim maskufa is aser. Aser leilech bekoim maskufa. When it comes to Gilui Harosh, Lo Yelech Arba Amas Begilui Harosh, it's only something that you shouldn't do. So, says Rabbi Vadya that it's Pashit to him that in the Mechaber he was Paskining like the Dark Moshe, like the Marshal, like the Goyen, like all the Paiskin, not like he said in Beis Yosef. And really what we have is a stira between the Beis Yosef and the Mechaber. Because in the Beis Yosef it's clear, it's sharp, that a person has to always cover his head. But in the, in the Mechaber, this diok is a very glaring diok, and it's mashmanat away. So he says that we have a Mesoira amongst the Poiske, Hasfarad, the Mesoira comes from the Chida and from the Benishchai, that whenever there's a stira between the Beis Yosef and the Mechaber, the Allah is always like the Mechaber. The Mechaber was written after the Beis Yosef was written, and the Benishchai said that very often when the Mechaber was writing the Mechaber, it was Hey Rucha from Baruch, and there was a certain Siat Lishmayet, whatever it was. But the bottom line is, is that if there's ever a stira between the Beis Yosef and the Mechaber, the Allah is always like the Mechaber. So he says, if that's the case, not only according to the Dark Emotion, the Marshal, and the Goyen, and all the Poiskin, but really according to the Beis Yosef also. It's something that's going to be Mutaladina, and all this is going to be is going to be a Midas Chasidus.
So is this like the end? Is this the final? Okay, it's Amidus Chasidus, Baruch Hashem. It's very nice. So there's a very, very important Maramakim. And really, for some, this is where the Suya starts. But there's a very, very important Maramakim. It's a, a free digger Maramakim, and it's in the Taz. The Taz is also in Simichas, it's all in the same general area. And the Taz says as follows, just to read one line in the Taz. There's an Isir Gomer for a person to wear and go without a, not wear a yarmulke, for a completely different reason. For a different reason, there's an Isir Gomer. And the reason is as follows. Being that today there's a choik between the akum, that what they do is, as soon as they sit down, they take their hat off. For a yid to take off his head covering, so the bottom line is, says the Taz, that I agree with everything that all the Paiskim said. Oh, but there's a new reason. There's a Tam Chadash, says the Taz, and that is, is an Indian of So really, in order to appreciate the Taz, you just have to have a little bit of context. And that is, once upon a time, there was no such thing that a person would walk through the street without covering his head. It was unheard of. Everybody wore hats. Everybody wore hats. You, walk, you see any picture, any book, anything of what the world looked like. I mean, New York City in the 1950s, everybody wore hats. And that was the minute of the way people, certainly in Europe, used to conduct themselves. But what happened was, there was a social etiquette that when you would walk into a room, you would take your hat off. You would meet with somebody, the first thing you do is you would take off your hat. It was considered an act of respect, and this was the etiquette. This is what people did. So said the Taz, that once it turned into a social etiquette, that you could take your kisui harosh off, now it's a b'chukai seyem lo for you to take off his covering. In other words, says the Taz, that be'etzim, there's no iser for a person to go b'gili harosh. No sheser. All the svaris and chashbainis are all true, but it's only midas achasidos. But what happened was, it came a time where suddenly the, the way in the umay sa'olam, they would fear zikhwas, is they would dafke take off their head coverings at certain times. So for a yid to do that is not okay. And again, just to inherit a drop better. There's no such thing that a person's going to be walking in the street and his hair is not going to be covered. There was no such mitzias. Everybody covered their head. That was never the Shiloh. So the Shiloh in the world of the Taz is, is you're going to sit down now, you're going to meet somebody, and the first thing I'm going to do is, I'm going to take my hat off. That's the Taz. And to go ahead and do that is not okay. And that turned this whole situation and this whole suya into an Isagomer. I'll tell you a Dover Nifla that the Chsam Soifer says, right here in our sugi, the Dharm Daflam and base. So if you think this raid bite's a stretch, this Chsam Soifer is right here. It's not from a Truva, it's, it's right here. The Sam Seifer talks about this Gemara, right? It's very mashma from this Gemara that the Gemara says, Zimdin the Mikhsa Rishai, Zimdin the Migla Rishai. How come today it's different? So he says like this. He said, If I would ask you, why today are people more mapid than they once were? Meaning, once upon a time, people, it seems like, didn't we? Ravuna Braid Rav Yeshua. Maybe because it was a Chayla. Ravuna Braid Rav Yeshua always covered his head. But today, it's not 
the Metzias anymore. So what changed? So the Chassam Soifer says that I think if you would ask the man on the street, he doesn't say that, but if you would ask the man on the street, he would probably tell you it was an Achshadara. Right? There's a lot of Achshadaras. Why are there Achshadaras in certain areas? Akashafamaisa. But that's for sure what you would think, right? There's an Achshadara. Who today wouldn't wear a yarmulke? Why? It's only a mid- Tell someone it's only a Midas Chasidis. Tell someone it's a Balnefesh Yachmer. You're going to lose that fight, right? So Terence says it's a Midas Chasidis. And because it's a Midas Chasidis, so it's for that reason, the right thing to do is to do it. I'll prove to you that's not the Pshat. That's not why we wear yarmulkes today. It has nothing to do with, the, with this Balnefesh Yachmer, with this Midas Chasidis. He says, you know why? Because if that's the case, how come girls don't wear yarmulkes? He says, how come girls don't wear yarmulkes? So when they get married, they cover their head, but that's for a whole different reason. That's a completely different sugya. He says, how come girls don't wear yarmulkes? Have you ever thought about that? So if there's an Indian that you're supposed to have an aim, or there's a midas chasidus, he said, what, well, that's stafka for men, not for women? I'm sorry, I've never saw such a thing. He says, the terrorists is, girls don't cover their head today because you're not mechoyev to. And Be'etzin, we wouldn't either cover our head today because we're not mechoyev to. We daven. Rav Hood, Rav Yeshua did it. But we would never do it. So why do we? He said, it's because of It's all the Taz. So he says, you know what the minig with the Taz was? The Taz's minig that he described in Simichas was only in the game men. He said, men would always take their head coverings off. And because they took their head coverings off, so what do we do? We dafka wear it to go fakir from the Chukas Akim. He says, the women used to dafka cover their hair. And because they used to dafka cover their head, therefore the minig and Klai saw became that the Jewish girls shouldn't cover their head. To go fakert lahoitzi miliban dafka, so it shouldn't be a mechukasem loisei lecho. As I stated, some soifer right here in our sugya. But the bottom line is, is that from a halachic perspective, there is a taz, and this taz says that it's a mechukasem loisei lecho. So let's fast forward now to the twentieth century, and that is two chuvas. One chuva that's written by Ramosha in English Moshe. And one tshuva that was written by Rabbi Vadya, the tshuva that we quoted earlier, and other tshuvas as well. So Ramosha was asked the Shailah. Let me just give you an example. many tshuvas in English Moshe. We have a whole raid by, by the way. Steer and Ramosha. And one was <laughs> pre-1960. The other is post-1960. Ayin Shah. But uh, I think it's number three, right? Yamak is in Halacha part three. Ayin Shah. But um, Ramosha was asked the Shailah about someone who had an, has an opportunity to take a job. But one of the requirements of taking the job is that he's not going to be able to wear a yarmulke. So the question is, could he take the job or could he not take the job? So Moshe says, when it comes to a mitzvah saseh, there's an Indian of Amavaz, Vizayavaz, Vizayavaz, This is only a midas chasidus, a kavachaymer. So based on that, it shouldn't be a problem. Says the Ramosha, Fa'af lahataz, Shesoyver, the Bizmanazah, who also mitzad chayka akum, Shemkein, who love. In which case it's a love, and based on that, it should be Yasser Afilu B'Makam Hafsid Momin. Halavad says Ramosha, She'ein Dinoi Barur, I don't know what he means, It all depends on the time and the place. And he says, Nowadays, B'Medina Zu, Vaday Ein Zemishum Choyka Akum, Derubam Einon Zahirim Bechukei, and most people don't keep such a minig anymore. Nobody walks around with hats today. And there's no such minic today when you walk into a room, you take your hat off. So that whole chayk of what people were doing once upon a time, that whole taz said, Ramosh is not Negeya. So he says, it's posher to him. So Ramosh finds in that that taz is not Negeya. So he says, to be chayish for the taz is not something you have to worry about. 
He says, and for that reason, he gave him Rishos. He told the city you could take this job. Even though it means that you're not going to be wearing a yarmulke, it's fine. The only thing he told him is you have to make sure Dafka, when you're in the Makam of Avoidah, then you could be Makal. I'm giving you the Hetta for that. But Stam all of a sudden because I have a job where I don't wear a yarmulke, it means I'm never going to wear a yarmulke. He says, Chas that's not something you're allowed to do. And he says, even if they're going to laugh at you, but if you're outside of the Avoidah, he says, I give you no Rishos. Do what you need to do to take the job. But anything beyond that, even if it's going to mean Bazyonis, that I'm not giving you a Hetta for. To take the job, yeah. It's the Hefsin moment. He was being Machal between the Hefsin moment and the Bazyonis. Bezionis, I'm not being on. But he said, as far as the Hefsin moment, that's something that I am willing to be on. But the bottom line is, this is Ramboshna, based on the fact that the Ikra din is not such a big deal, all it is a Midas Chsidis, and based on the fact that even though there's a Taz, but the Taz is really totally Kifiyam Mokim. And the Makaimba Ikhsidu, that's not such an issue, and for that reason, it's not going to be a problem. Rabbi Vadya also talked about this Taz. And Rabbi Yosef said that he feels the Taz is not negated for a different reason. He says, because the Emma says, this Taz is a very, very big Chiddush. The reason this Taz is a Chiddush is because we know that the Poiskim say, the Poiskim HaKadmoyim, and this is usually the way we fear Zech, that the only time there's an issue of a Bukhukai Seyem Moisnei Lechel, it's if what you're dealing with is an issue of Avodah Zara. So whenever the Sugi is a Sugi of Avodah Zara, that's when you have the Salacha. But when we're not dealing with Avodah Zara, then there's no problem with Bukhukai Seyem Moisnei Lechel. And being that taking off your hat or wearing your hat and wearing the covering is not a Sugi of Avodah Zara. So to mean that it's not a suya of Avodah Zarah, so based on that, this is not something that's going to be an issue. So the bottom line is, really what it boils down to is the Taz. That's what Chassam Soifer said, that's the Pashtas. And in the 20th century, Ramosha said that I don't see where the Taz is in the Gebe's Manazeh. Rabbi Vadya had more of a fundamental issue with the Taz in terms of the fact that it doesn't stem with all the Gedolim, with all the Paisk and the Marid and the Shah. That said, it's only the Gebe of Avodah Zarah. And being that it's not something that's the Gebe of Avodah Zarah, so based on that, this would not be an issue. But then Rabbi Vadya Yosef says something very, very important. And this is really the disclaimer to this whole conversation. And that is, says Rabbi Vadya, Lamai cigarette today, Yidin that Hashem Yotayim misses with Yamakas. Now you want to know why? Interesting, some cipher. We can hypothesize why. But Lamais Negaret Yidin with Yamakas, and he says today the only time a Yid does not wear a Yamaka is if he's uh, he's one of the Chafshim. He says if he's from the Chilonim. But other than that, any Dati wears a Yamaka. So he says if a Yid today is going to take off his Yamaka, he's going to be over the Isimaris Ayin, which is an Isidai Rice of Yisim Nikiyim Hashem and Yisrael. It's an Isidai Rice of. Uh, you're going into a whole different world. So, everyone came out, even the Yosef was Chayzer, that's not a problem. The Taz, the Ramosha, Rabbi Vadu, and Mephakvik already, and certainly the Zmaneinu, the Taz doesn't seem to be an issue. But what happened is, it has a life of its own. And once Yid, and no Yid would ever walk anywhere, with Begilia Rosh, so once Yid doesn't walk, so now a person, you meet somebody in the, in the street, and he's not wearing a yarmulke, what's the first thing that's going to go through your mind, right? It's going to be a problem. So you're going to have bad Hirurim, it's not a good thing. And it's for that, that's good for why it's awesome. Because you can't justify it today. And being that you can't even just say, I heard a raid by God, this topic, right? So that's not there. And because of that, it's not going to be such an issue. I just reminded myself that in Brist, they say over a Misa, leave out some of the Pratim, but in Brist, they say over a Misa, that in the Titan from the Beis Halevi, there was a Psayid, one of the Chshuvim, as Gevara Namaskal. And one of the first things that he did was, he took off his yarmulke. So, the Beis Halevi commented, he said, Volt Ergevist, how little of a deal it is to wear a yarmulke, he'd keep his yarmulke on. He said, <laughs> he thinks it's such a big deal, so he took off the yarmulke. This was a muscle to an Imshul that uh, the Brisk Shiva was talking about. But the bottom line is that... <laughs> But this, this, is, this is the Maisa. We'll just end with one... Uh 
the one interesting, fascinating Indian, and that not Indian, just just to end with one last idea, and that is that you know we've spoken in the past a little bit about Italian Jewry in the 17th and 18th century. We spoke about the epic tshuva from Moshe Provincello, who wrote a tshuva about playing tennis in the 1500s on Shabbos and Yom Tif in, in Italy. And he was discussing, you know, from a pure halachic perspective, is it okay, is it not okay? And everyone knows what the Chassam Seifer says in the tshuva. It's an Eirechayim, tshuva kufnun tes, where the shoyu wanted the Chassam Seifer to come out very, very strong and to be moich about people that were shaving. And he said, how could Yidin shave? It's Osir to be a, a Magulach and something that you're not allowed to do. And the Chassam Seifer wrote back to him. He said, what do you mean? How could you say it's Osir? He said, it's, it's, it's not a... Let's, let's go through the sugi together. Let's see if it's Osir for a person to be clean shaven. He says, if because of Chukas Agayim, He says, let me ask you back a question. I allowed to wear black shoes. Everyone wears black shoes. So why are you allowed to wear black shoes? Elamai obviously has nothing to do with Chukosayim because there's a practical reason. He says, no, this is also a practical reason. You want to look the way you want to look. And based on that, this is something that's going to be okay. Either way, this is Dvar Matikin. You have to know how this relates to the Yamaka. Taz, Chukosayim, Loisei Leicho. This is a steer of Chsam Soif a little bit. But Malik, this is what the Chsam Soif said. But then he says, Umasher Romas, Lusifre Mekubalim. He says, you know, you wrote in your letter to me that the Mekubalim write, Shaloi Lahoish. Your dying bedikniklah. They ain't not gonna put your hands on your beer. He says, number one, Ingli Asik bin Astaris. Some say he said, I have nothing to do with Nastaris. But besides, Mehemu Mehamoinam, from the Mekubalam Alain, Hutra Haritsu Lagamri. I know for sure that it's Mutter. Why? Because Bechol Eretz Italia, in the whole land of Italy, Shekol Kachameo, all the Chachamim in Italy are Megul Chezokin. They're all shaven. Vinitlam be Elon Godel, and they rely on the Elon Godel, Rabbanachem Azaria, the Ramami Pano, right? The Ramah from Fano. Balasorim Amores, Avia Mekubalim, Shehuhoya Megulach. He was a Megulach, me bli hisha He managed to leave one hair on his face. He didn't have one hair. So he says, You're going to tell me the Kamekubolim? The Ramami Fano. So he says, Mehemu mehamoinam hutra ritzur legami bechol eret Italia. So we're getting a little insight into Italy, right? So they were clean shaven. They, uh, <laughs> they were playing doubles on Shabbos, right? <laughs> a little sense of what's going on. But this is a little bit, uh, right? A little insight. But I'll tell you something. This is Mamish. If you don't know this, this is, uh, you know, but this is Mamish. This is, this is mamish fascinating. And that is that in Italy, the minig was amongst a lot of yid and a lot of shaymer teirah mitzvahs that they followed the social etiquette of the time and they weren't as makbid and wearing yarmulkes the way we're makbid today. And it was very, very, very common in the 1600s and the 1700s. I'm talking amongst the chshuvim, amongst the real yidin. We don't mean the, the people that don't keep Torah mitzvahs, the chafshim. We're talking about people that were shoimri Torah mitzvahs, people that were learning Torah on the highest level, and they were learning Kabbalah, and they were learning everything. They were mamish tzaddikim gemurim umuflogim. But in this Indian, like in the times of the Tanam and Amiram, they weren't as makbid, and it was based on the social etiquette of the time. And they shteltsu a little bit more than some of the other cultures did. And it was rooted in the fact that al-pi halach is something that's really mutter. All it is is a midas chesidus. They obviously, for whatever reason, will chayluk with the taz. And the bottom line is, is this was the minig. This, this is pashat the way it went. A classic tshuva on this topic is in the Shailos Tshuva Zikna Yehuda, which was written by one of the Italian gedolim in the late 
1500s, early 1600s. His name was Rabbi Yehuda Aryeh Mimodina, or Rabbi Yehuda Aryeh Mimodina. So Rabbi Yehuda Aryeh Mimodina, he was one of the great Italian Gedolim. He wrote many, 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 many Svarim. And he wrote a tshuva on this topic. It's actually interesting. The tshuva has a resha and a seifa. The seifa of the tshuva is playing sports on Shabbos, which we actually spoke out. There's an old sticker here. We spoke out this tshuva when we spoke out the tshuva from Moshe Provincial. This part of the tshuva is the resha. And in the resha of the tshuva, he talks about wearing yarmulkes. And he brings a maisa. He says, he said he once gave a drosh about Gilead Roish, and he says he went and he said that the, is the whole Indian of Gilead Roish. Yeah, there's some people, there's some kanoim that think that this is Mamish, a real Isser. Not a real Isser. All it is is a Midas Chasidos. And if you go through it, this, there was someone that was giving him a very, very hard time because it seems that Rabbi Yudah Ayimim Modena is Moida. He said that there were times that it was very hot or he was meeting in places where it was like a little bit socially inappropriate and he took his head covering off. And he was seen that way. And he said, a lot of the people in Italy were like that. And people were coming after him, the Kol Rash Godel. Are you talking? How do you have a right to do something like this? And it seems that this child, this person that gave him a hard time, told him as follows. He says, Chazal say in many different places, talk about Kalos Rosh. What does it mean to be a Kalos Rosh? See, he said, Kalos Rosh means when your head is light. Meaning, you don't have the, the master covet on your head like that chacham that the marshal talked about in his tshuva. He said, that's what Kalos Rosh is. Kalos Rosh brings Tairayas. It brings to every Aveir in the world. So he told him, hey, your mother's bringing over Kalos Rosh. He writes back to him, you're pushing an Amor, it's Tairayas. It's not Kalos Rosh means. Well, it's Kalos Rosh have to do with yarmulkes. <laughs> but he said, you could be a Kalos Rosh and you'd be wearing a, a, a very nice yarmulke. What has nothing to do with the other? It says, Kalos Rosh, it's punished. It's, it's, it's fascinating. It's tshuva chavbez, by the way. But he goes through and he says, it's not a problem. Lamais again, he says the same thing that kids should wear yarmulkes because it's good chinuch. But in terms of the Zahiras being on that same level, it wasn't. And it was really based on culturally and the way people were being noyik in Italy at the time. Just to end, there's a, a sefer, one of the Italian svarim from that kufa that was written, this sefer was written in the 1600s. It's called Malachas Machsheves. This sefer Malachas Machsheves was written by, his name was Ramosha Chefetz. He was one of the Italian Jews at that time. And he wrote a sefer called Malachas Machsheves. It's a classic sefer. And it happens to be out of print right now, but there are other svarim from Ramosha Chefetz that you can buy at your local svarim stores. So he was a great, 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 great goyen. Anyways, when he printed his sefer, Malachas Machsheves, so he did what was the minig at the time, even by a lot of gedolim. And Ibishitz is one of his farmer like this. There was a picture of the mechaber in the sharblat. So if you look in the sharblat of the sefer, so there's a picture of the mechaber. And when the Malachs Machsheves printed his sefer Bechayev, it was printed the first time in 1710. So he wrote, he printed the sefer with a picture in the sharblat. I happen to have a second edition, which was printed about 100 years later. And there's a picture. And here's the picture, if you want to see it. So first of all, this is the Chsamsoifes Tshuva, where he talks about the Chachme Italia, but here's the rest of the story. This picture was photoshopped. This was the second edition. When the first edition of the Sefer was printed, there was one thing that this didn't have, the Yamaka. There was no yarmulke on his head. So this was a sefer that was printed in the year 1710, and in this portrait, it was printed Bechayov. It's a Goyen Oilam. Goyen Oilam. And it was printed without yarmulke. And it was really based on the way the world once was. Now, our world is not like that. And because it's not like that, it can't be like that. It takes on a total life of its own, like Rabbi Vadi Yosef said. It takes on its own meaning. We're learning the Dorim now. Dvarim... 
that a mutter b'vacherim noigim an issa is very very chomer. It could be more chomer than an issa. So this is not a halacha l'maisa drosh in any way, shape, or form. But at the same time, just from a historical perspective and just from understanding a little bit the halacha from a pure halachic perspective, really for a man to cover his head like the Gemara says in the Dharm Daflam and Amid Beis, it's zimnin the machzir rishayu, zimnin the magler rishayu. Really, all it is is a midas chasidus. And if you go through the poiskim, the only poisk. Kadmoin that you're going to find held not the ways the Beis Yosef and Rabbi Vadi Yosef who was the authority when it came to knowing Shittas Beis Yosef and Shittas Ramah too but for sure Shittas Beis Yosef so he said that the Beis Yosef was really Chayza Saif Yomov and really all the place can help there's a Taz there's a question of Marisayin V'tein L'chacham V'yech Kamoit